This podcast is part of the Soul Zone Network. Hello, hello, it's Molly and Sarah from TheButterflyConnection.com. We're all connected and we're not alone. What if you could rebirth your soul, spark movement in your life, and reconnect with your authentic self? Join us each week as we connect with Source to answer the burning questions that lie deep within us and gain clarity and wisdom to soar to our greatest potential. Welcome to the Butterfly Connection, where the kinetics of your soul will give you wings to fly. This is BK24, Self-Realization. Hello, hello, it's Molly and Sarah. Hi, everyone. It is so great to be back with you this week, and thank you so much for tuning in again. If you're a first-time listener, we are so grateful that you are here and listening to our podcast. Today, we are going to talk about self-realization. Our podcast about truth-telling talks a lot about telling ourselves the truth. And in telling ourselves the truth, there starts to become this realization about things. We start to become more aware of maybe how we act around certain people, how we speak around certain people, how we feel when we're around certain people. And this could be good feelings. This could be neutral feelings. This could be negative feelings. I mean, you could be feeling angry, happy, joy, all sorts of feelings can start to come up once you start telling yourself the truth and then telling others the truth and having this realization about not only who you are, but also how you conduct yourselves around certain people and everyone. Yes. I would like to share with you a story of mine that occurred a few years ago. And it involves self-realization. It involves truth-telling. The story is of my grandmother, uh, my dad's mom, who passed away many years ago. And I had this very, very large grudge. And we did not have the greatest of relationships. And she was someone who I did not see as someone that was very nice, loving, caring, and kind. And the self-realization I had came when I had a reading. And she came through as a spirit and told me that she did not want to see me become angry and bitter and live my life in that way. And she wanted me to tell the truth about how I really truly felt. And then once I told that truth, she wanted me to heal. She wanted me to move on. And she wanted me to not be stuck in, in those feelings. And so I had that reading and she gave me that message. And for the longest time, I had so much anger and hatred towards her. And by me finally telling the truth about how I really felt, the self-realization I had was that 
it wasn't so much what she had done. It was the fact that I had hung on to it and clung to it and stuffed it down and didn't tell that truth to myself. So what I realized is that was the thing that was keeping the anger in me. It was the thing that was keeping me from truly moving forward and truly forgiving her. And so, my friends, I think self-realization happens, as Molly said, as a catalyst of truth. And it leads to really amazing healing as you go forward and you start to see the things for what they truly are and see the relationships in your life for what they truly are and who you are in all of that. So self-realization is coming to a point when you have said everything out loud finally and, and then went, okay, I can now realize my own healing. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I love the fact that you were able to have such a realization that allowed you to move forward from such a negative feeling you were holding on to. And I think that's such an important thing to think about as we're starting to tell ourselves the truth and we're starting to be honest with others about who we are and how we're feeling in certain situations. It can be very empowering. It can also be very painful. And I think a lot of times we don't want to talk about the painful part of self-realization because in realizing certain situations or realizing things about ourselves or what we're holding on to or or people in our lives who are not treating us with the respect we deserve or the love that we need and are looking for we can almost get ourselves stuck in a cycle where we are so afraid to be honest and to realize that that's not what's best for us, that we're willing to just just to cling to what is comfortable and familiar and what we know because we're so scared of the realization that if we were to leave something behind that does not work for us anymore, what could be out there? And if we don't know that there could be or believe that there could be something better out there, then you can have the self-realization and still keep yourself stuck in a situation that you realize is not in your best interest. Yes, I have a great deal of fear of the unknown. And you're right, Molly. I mean, self-realization is, it's, it's accepting the truth and then it's, it's saying, okay, now what? And unfortunately, we don't have the ability to see what's ahead of us. But going back to what you had said about feeling fear, I think a big part of why we cling on to mistruths or tell ourselves things that are not truthful isn't just because of fear, too. I believe that it has a lot to do with having to face ourselves in the mirror. Having to have the self-realization of the fact that you were holding your own self back. And I am a huge, huge, I'm hugely guilty of this. I often hold myself back and tell myself these mistruths and have all of this fear and fear of the future. And I actually get angry at myself 
and I'm very hard on myself. I think I've said that before in other podcasts. But I think the message in this is it's okay to go through whatever it is that you're going through out there. And it's okay to be angry at yourself as long as you can forgive yourself because we are only where we are at and we are only able to understand and be ready for things when we're ready for them. And once you've come to the point of self-realization, it's actually a beautiful gift because that's the point in which you can say to yourself, I am ready. I'm ready to move forward because I'm realizing all of the things that I haven't wanted to realize before. And it's so important to be gentle with yourselves as you go through the process. Yes, I agree a lot with what you're saying, Sarah. And I also want to put a little bit of a different perspective on it as well. And it has a lot to do with realizations that I have come to know over the years. And you know, a lot of times we can go through big events in our life that can really shake us to the core to the point where it's easy sometimes to self-realize and still stay stuck. And there are a lot of times where we do that and we make excuses for why we're still staying stuck. Instead of just saying, you know what, I believe in myself enough that I can do this and make this, this different choice and decision. And really for me, a huge moment in my life was when I had my children and they came early and I ended up with an infection. And I didn't know this until I was on two rounds of antibiotics consistently. And so were my kids. But if the doctors wouldn't have taken them when they did, it was very likely we weren't going to make it. So that realization of I could have died like I really could have died in that moment. It was a huge wake up moment for me because I put a lot of time and energy in pleasing everybody else. I put a lot of time and energy into taking care of everybody else. The majority of the relationships that I had with people, I was the one putting the 150% into the relationship and the other person took 150% of that relationship. It was not, the relationships I kept myself in were not relationships where I benefited from them. They were relationships where the other person was mostly benefiting from the relationship. And I did it for so long. I, I was, I've been such a caregiver my whole life that that felt normal to me until I almost died and my kids almost died. And I said, oh my gosh, I have to take care of these children. And that is my most important thing in life right now. And I need people to be there for me. And sadly enough, the majority of people in my life were not there. They were not there. And I came to the self-realization that most of the relationships I did have with people, I only had because I made the effort. They waited for me to make the phone call, or they called me when they needed something from me, or they called me when they wanted something from me. And I had to make that decision right there, then and there, that my kids were more important than having the life sucked out of me by other people. And I had to make the decision right then and there 
that in order to be a good parent for my children, I had to get healthy myself. And I could not get healthy for myself if I allowed other people to take and take and take from me. And, you know, I set that intention and it was not a, like a perfect formula. There were people, there are still people I'm weeding out. But I will tell you, once I set that intention and made that decision, that is when it started to get easier to let people go. It started to get easier to realize that certain relationships that I maybe couldn't 100% get away from, I had to create bigger boundaries. I had to say, that's not appropriate. You don't get to talk to me like that. And I had to learn to not care how that made them feel because the bottom line is, is you can only tell the truth and you can only come from a place of love for your highest good. And however that person on the other end chooses to receive it is where they are at. And we have to love and accept them for where they're at, but we do not have to accept the way they choose to behave and act towards us. And this is huge because we all, or many of us, understand this. We will not talk up because we don't want to hurt someone's feelings, but we're, we're willing to hurt our own. Or we will not speak up because we're afraid that we're, there will be no friends left in the world. We'll have no friends. We'll have no family. We'll have nobody. Well, I'm here to tell you that you can't even bring people into your life that can love and accept and honor you for who you are if you're clinging on to people who are energy vampires, who only take from you and can only give you a minuscule of what you are looking for. And so you have to learn to close the door or create bigger boundaries for the energy vampires of the world because you deserve to have people who love and support you and can give you the respect and friendship and love and family and all of those things that you are able to give. You deserve to receive that as well. Absolutely. It's like when we make a, a priority list of things that we need to do, when is it going to be or when are you going to be able to put yourself at the top of the list? Now, I say this to all of you, but I'm literally saying this to myself loud and clear. And Molly, thank you for that amazing realization and insight. This is one thing I'm working on is putting myself first. It's a self-realization that I've come to and kind of stepped through the door that Molly is talking about. And then I have stepped back out of the door. And I can give you a hundred reasons why fear, anxiety, self-worth issues and, and whatnot. But the bottom line is, is that we cannot be our best selves. We cannot be our authentic selves if we continue to put other people first in our lives to the point where we neglect ourselves. 
because we are beautiful, important beings. And we all have a greater purpose. Whether we know exactly what that purpose is or not, we, we all do. And in my family experiences, lately, there has been a lot of turmoil, a lot of very, very emotional things that have been going on. And as much as I want to be there for everybody and love everybody dearly in my family, there are times when it's so overwhelming that I have to step back, that I have to pull myself out of it. And I do that because I can see that my anxiety is starting to raise and that I'm going to have a panic attack. And not everybody's going to understand that. But I put myself first and I said, I can't sit here and I cannot listen to this right now because I need to take care of me. And that was a very big self-realization that I had. And it was not easy because I have always been a caregiver also. As Molly had said, I've always felt like I needed to be there for other people. And I love to be there for other people. But I wasn't there for me. I wasn't taking care of me. I was shoving everything down that I said, I'll work on that later because I'm going to put this first and this is more important. And you, and you just can't do that because you cannot be the best version of yourself and you can't be there for other people if you're not there for you. So it's an aha moment. It's a light bulb moment. It's a self-realization. It's whatever you want to call it. But you can't come to these self-realizations unless you are willing to face both the beautiful truth and the ugly truth. Absolutely. And I think one thing that we have to start setting the intention to stop doing is telling ourselves all of these farces that I can't do it. I don't have enough time for it. I want to do this, but I can't do this in my life because I have this, that, and the other thing. Our reality is what we want to make of it. And we have a beautiful ability to really set an intention of what we want to do. And it is a choice to stick to it or not. If you want to meditate every day, then meditate every day. Don't allow the 20 things come up that come up to get in your way of taking five minutes for yourself. Yes, we need to sleep. And on average, most of us are sleeping seven to eight hours a day. If you get eight hours of sleep, you have 16 hours of wake time. There is an amazing amount of stuff that we can do in 16 hours. But we are all and can all be good, and me included, at saying, well, there's just not enough time in the day. There's just not enough time in the day. There actually is. There is enough time in the day. And we can all be powerful manifestors. And if we manifest that we need to do this, 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 and this, X, Y, and Z in an hour, it is amazing how you can do that in an hour. You have the ability. And sometimes you're going to, you know, sometimes it's good to sit down with some kind of a journal or calendar or anything and give yourself a list of what's important. Write down the things that have to get done. I know I can get in the mode of thinking I have to get everything done 
in that 16, 17 hour waking period. And you can't like, if you add it all up, it might be two weeks worth of stuff. Well, that is not, that's not doable. But guess what? It's really not doable. It's really not doable when I'm exhausted, when I haven't taken care of myself, when I haven't taken the time to ground myself or meditate or do something creative or something that brings me joy. If I can't carve out or, or don't carve out that 30 minutes a day for myself or, or whatever I need, guess what? That thing that could have been done in 16 hours, I'm lucky if I can get three hours of that done if I didn't take care of myself. But it's amazing because if I give myself that 30 minutes or, or whatever I need, and I write music, or I play my instrument, or I meditate, or I spend time with my crystals, or I just take a moment and play a game with my children, or anything like that, oh my gosh, I can get so much done in an hour. I'm impressed with what I can do in 15 minutes. But it's the mindset. It's our mindset. And our mindset is so much more powerful when we are taking care of ourselves and filling our cup up. You know, we are not some infinite energizer bunny that can run on practically dead batteries for months and years or weeks and days at a time. It doesn't, it doesn't work. It does not work for physical, mental, emotional health. And I really want to encourage everybody out there this week to take the time to Really focus on what's important. What do you need to be doing for you in your life? And what, what have you realized that you, that you need or don't need? You know, who's in your life that is complicating it? It's time to start saying, is this person complimenting my life or is this person complicating my life? We can learn amazing life lessons with. But when you get yourself stuck in some kind of loop, like crazy loop where you're like, well, I just keep being shown the same lesson over and over again. And clearly the universe is giving me the same looking scenario and lesson over and over again because I'm not learning from it. Then that's the time to go, okay, um, this person is complicating my life. Or what are we doing to complicate our life? What are you doing to complement your life? What are you doing to complicate your life? Let's work on complementing it more than complicating it. Right. And then you set the intention and you manifest what it is and you'll be very surprised how much you can get accomplished when you put your mind to it. But that can only really happen unless you're on the list of things and you're setting that intention for you so that you can be present for other people. But yes, absolutely. and. Think of it this way. What if one of the things that you need to self-realize is that you can do it, that you can put yourself first, that you can accomplish more in a day than you can even imagine? That's a self-realization in itself. And a lot of times, I know for myself, I just write it off and say, that's impossible. There's no way I'm going to be able to do that and that and that and that. And every single time that I put my mind to it, I'm proved wrong. I'm proved wrong. So part of being self-realizing is being positive-minded. 
because that's all about really what manifestation really is, people. <laughs> it's about not just saying you're going to do something, but it's actually believing that it's going to happen and having a positive mindset about the outcome of it, even if you don't know what the outcome of your day will be. Absolutely. So I think that we have left you with a lot to really think about this week. And I hope that some of the things that we said created or triggered some kind of a light bulb moment within yourself and within your soul so that you can live your best life. Because I'm going to keep saying it. You deserve it. You deserve to be happy. You were not put here to be stuck in a loop of sadness and anger and frustration and just any terrible feeling you might be feeling. Yes, absolutely. And we'll have a guided journal for today's podcast as part of our Soul Reflection Challenge. And you can find information about that in our show notes. You can find information about that on our website. And the Soul Reflection Challenge is a challenge for you to self-reflect, but maybe in that self-reflection, you'll also have some realizations too. And don't forget to go to our Facebook group, The Butterfly Connection, and check out our website, thebutterflyconnection.com. Follow us on Instagram and Pinterest, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Google Play. So thank you so much for tuning in this week. Have a fantastic week full of self-realization and lots of love and light to you. And many, many blessings. Thank you for listening to The Butterfly Connection with Molly Ray and Sarah Courtney. Look for Soul Reflections Academy on our website, thebutterflyconnection.com and sign up for our free soul reflection challenge. We would love to hear from you. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and Google Play and give us a review. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. And join us next week for another soul-connecting conversation.